This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. It's the movie review with blind movie critic Jay Forry joining us from blindsidereviews.com. Hi, Jay. Hi, Simon. How are you doing today? I'm very well, Jay. Thank you very much. All the better for hearing you. <laughs> oh, you're, now you're feeling chipper since I called up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> before we get into the review, we've actually got some sad news, haven't we, this week? Yes. Um, uh, one of the great uh, actors of you know horror films, more, more or less, Christopher Lee, passed away. So, uh, you know, he's done a lot of... Uh, Stuff in horror films, Dracula and, and things like that, and and I think uh, you said you remember him in um, some uh, films nowadays that he's been in, even stuff like uh, Star Wars stuff. So. Yeah, and he was in Lord Never, of the Rings. Uh, yeah, everything. Yeah, when I was a boy, uh, I wasn't allowed to watch the movies um, because they were horror movies. They, they look quite tame now, but uh, they 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 were he was known associated as Count Dracula. But like you say, he's worked right through and he's been in uh, films right up until the uh, Lord of the Rings and uh, died at the age of 93. And uh, it's just, it's like when somebody's like that's been there all through your life, you, you just think, wow, uh, there's another one gone. Yeah, the, the, the thing is uh, with him, um, he was 93 when he passed away. So, I mean, really, he's, uh, when he did some of this other stuff, he, he was up in age, you know, when he did some mm-hmm. of his later Films, but yeah, I think and you know, Dracula. The Dracula films have been around since the 30s and 40s. <laughs> of course, like you said, they were really tame uh, back then compared to now. Nowadays, that's nothing. The kids are used to that. So anyway, Christopher Lee doing the horror films, scary films. Yeah, and he was a very impressive man, a very tall man, and uh, he just had a presence about him. So. Uh... Just thought we would uh, mention that uh, Christopher Lee has uh, passed passed away. Right, we will uh, move on to uh, a new movie, Jay. We've got Jurassic World. It's Certificate 12A. Opened yesterday. It's an action-adventure sci-fi directed by Colin Trevorrow. And in the cast, we've got ladies' favourite Chris Pratt. We've got uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. We've got Ty Simpkins. 22 years after the events of Jurassic Park... Isla Nubla now features a fully functioning dinosaur theme park, Jurassic World, as originally envisioned by John Hammond. After 10 years of operation and visitor rates declining, in order to fulfil a corporate mandate, a new attraction is created to re-spark visitors' interest, which backfires horribly. Look out! We have learned more in the past decade from genetics than a century of digging up bones. A whole new frontier has opened up. We have our first genetically modified hybrid. We just went and made a new dinosaur? Probably not a good idea. Almost 40 feet high. Really think she climbed out? Depends. On what? What kind of dinosaur they cooked up in that lab? Evacuate the island. She's a highly intelligent animal. She will kill anything that moves.
are you are you excited to see uh, dinosaurs eating people? Do you know? I don't know if I am, to be honest, you. <laughs> now you know. Uh, honestly, I was looking forward to this film. Uh, I remember back in the '90s reading the books. They were just so fantastic. I was blind, but I listened to the audios, and they were just fantastic. When the movies came out, they were great. Well, let me say the first two films came out, they were great. The third one, eh, it, it fell down quite a bit, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But in this film, um, like like you mentioned, it's 22 years after Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park film. And this is more or less a straight sequel coming from from that film it's almost like they kind of sidestepped number two and number three so uh even at one part during this film you can see the uh uh they kind of show the old control room grown over by weeds and stuff from the original uh jurassic park which is really neat for all you big jurassic park fans out there and um the, the whole premise of this film is uh the the attempt is lagging the of Jurassic World's been open for ten years, and so they go we gotta find something better, make it better, faster, stronger, make a new dinosaur. So they they use a you know, crossbreed Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh the Raptor, just several dinosaurs. And this this uh dinosaur is so mean and uh he finally of course he's in a cage, he escapes, which you would expect. By eating a couple security guards. So um, don't don't wouldn't you hate to be a security guard, uh, uh, Simon, and uh, in a Jurassic Park film, they always get eaten first. Yeah, I mean I'd hate to be a security guard anyway. You, you end up getting hit. Yeah, you know what they needed? They needed Paul Blart Mall Cop. Oh, to, did they? To stop that dinosaur from, <laughs> <laughs> from escaping. That that would have done it. The Paul Blart Mall at at Jurassic World. <laughs> anyway. Uh, then, uh, really, that that's really the premise of the film. The rest of the film is they're trying to get this dinosaur back in captivity while he's, uh, he's running away, eating people, eating dinosaurs. Well, I wouldn't say eating, but killing them. And, uh, and, and that's what it's all about. Now, Chris Pratt is a dinosaur trainer, and it's really neat. He had trained a, a four velociraptors. You know, those are the... The ones that are really fast and mean and aggressive, not much bigger than a person, but he's trained a bit like a hunting dog. So, so they hunt down this big, uh, big dinosaur is almost as big as a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and so he hunts them down. And that's that's really what half the movie is about: hunting this big dinosaur down while he's eating everyone else. Uh, th- does that sound um, kind of like an, um, an an edible uh, type of film for you, uh, Simon? Do you know? To, to be honest, it doesn't really grab me, Jay. That they, they never have. But having said that, you know, if I watched it, I would probably enjoy some of the the effects of it. But it's not. It's not something that really grabs me. I'm thinking, is it just the recycled of the the first one, really, with just a couple of twists? Yes, yeah, Simon. This is basically like you said. It kind of recycling the old Jurassic Park film, but it's it's uh, it's not as bad, and, and it's not a bad film. So and I'm not trying to say but it's not as uh, uh, it's not as bad as the third film. You know, the third one was really that the really uh, in 2001 Jurassic Park three really went down here. Not as good as the first two films, and um, that those two films had more depth than this. The storyline is uh, 
uh, storylines were better in those first two. Now the film here it uh, it starts out really slow. It's uh, and, you know it's about forty minutes before somebody really gets eaten. So there's some complaints. Oh man, nobody gets eaten at the beginning. But hey, there's such a thing as character development and things like well, in this place dinosaur development. Yeah, to understand what's happening. <laughs> uh, and uh, and as uh, as uh, nowadays, as we know, is the, the the population of people they want something right away. We want somebody eaten in the first. As soon as the credits are up, okay, somebody gets eaten. That's what they want right away. But. Still a fun movie, Simon. I think you would enjoy it. I think uh, you have the old Jurassic Park uh, you know, theme uh, music, and uh, it's just a fun film. And I think uh, it, you know you like the the story and the people and even the dinosaurs. Well, I might give it a look. What would you give it as a rating then? I'm, I'm going to give it a B rating. It's well worth seeing, and it's going to make it's going to make a ton of money. Mark my word, you're going to see it. Um, it is well worth seeing. And remember, if you'd like to find out where your nearest audio described movie is, then just log on to yourlocalcinema.com. You're listening to the movie review with blind movie critic Jay Forey and uh, Simon Polly. And we've got some movie news, Jay, about, uh, well, it's another J.K. Rowling movie coming out um, based on her story. But it's coming out next year. Yeah, exactly. This is, um, of course, J.K. Rowling's, uh, she hasn't made enough money, enough money with <laughs> Harry Potter. So, <laughs> so she's coming up with a, a new movie, and it looks like they're, they're going to try to make it into a trilogy. Of course, they always kind of see how the first one goes. The name of it's going to be called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, it's, uh, it's a film actually takes place 70 years before Harry Potter is even born. And so, you know, I thought it would kind of been neat if they would have did one like 70 years after after the Harry Potter films, you know. Then they could see a bunch of little Harry Potters running around, you know. So uh, <laughs> this, is, this has no little Harry Potters, but it talks about um, the different wizardy schools and stuff like that. And here's the neat thing. People in the U.K. are going to find this interesting, that now there's going to be a wizardy school in the, in the U.S. somewhere. They don't let it out. Where it's going to be, it's not New York. We do know that, but there's a place for people to learn how to be wizards and witches somewhere in America. And in this film, the the main star in this film is Eddie Redmayne, if I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> that's, that's a hard one for me to say. Is it, it stars in this film, and and uh, I, so I'm anxious to see you know how he does. Uh, we really don't know too much about it. It's a year and a half away. They haven't even started really filming it yet. So just wait. Um, no, I don't know. I think it's November eighteenth, something like that, two thousand sixteen. If I remember right, that's when the opening date. So it looks like a uh, you know a lot of fun. So all you Harry Potter fans out there, you need to see a little bit more wizards and witches. Uh, this all just came down to Pike this week. So Simon, I wanted to share that right away. So uh, I'm uh, I'm sure you'll be uh, you're ready to put on your um, get get your little wizard stick out there, right? Well, do you know, I mean, I, I dress up like a wizard quite a lot, but I, I've decided I'm not going to do it again until the movie comes out, just so it seems fresher. <laughs> well, good. Okay. Well, good. I, I don't have to. I don't have to look at that. Uh, no pun intended. So. <laughs> 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 All right, well, that's some movie news for you. If you'd like to uh, get uh, any other movie news, then uh, why don't you log on to Jay's website? You can also uh, chat to Jay there as well. Jay, what's the website? Yes, my website.
website is blindsidereviews.com. And, yeah, I try to keep uh, people up to date on different trivia and things like that. And um, and we'll see what's happening over this, uh, over this summer season right here. Jay Fonny, always a pleasure to chat with you. You've got your ear to the ground. We'll catch up with you next week. Okay, Simon, we'll talk later. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.